welcome to creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast in this show we will discuss about best and worst experiences about passive and active apartment investing and i am your host ramakrishna let's begin the show today's our guest is kevin gardner from multi family utility solutions welcome kevin thank you ramon so much for uh, inviting me on your show i appreciate it Sure. A little bit about Kevin. Kevin spent nearly 20 years with Comcast and was responsible for managing the team that negotiated telecommunications access agreements with multifamily property owners. Multifamily Utility Solutions now does business throughout the US for multifamily property owners with as few as 50 units and others with thousands of units. With that Kevin, would you like to share your background? Uh yeah. So, you know, I started in uh, the cable industry. I started actually selling cable door to door and then I was fortunate enough to be with Comcast at a time that they were growing and so there was advancement opportunities and I got exposure to a lot more of the business and part of that exposure landed me overseeing a department that negotiated with property owners for the agreements for on their property and provide service. You know, it got to the point where I wanted to kind of get back as as Comcast got really big. You know, great for them, but you know, I really like the the smaller entrepreneurial business environment so I started my own company in in Comcast and Charter uh, which is now Spectrum were two of our first clients and we actually represented them as a third party to negotiate with property owners so those were some of our first uh, client and then they ultimately took that work back in house and decided to do it with employees and not third party companies which at the time seemed like it was such a terrible thing for us because here we were losing two of our biggest clients but I can now see where it was it was actually a blessing because we we then at that point made the decision to represent property owners and it's been just so rewarding we've met so many great people so many good like-minded people with us you know entrepreneurial you know people that are trying to grow their business and it's been very rewarding so when that happened we just slid our chair to the opposite side of the negotiating table and uh, and have never looked back it's it's been a great experience awesome and thank you thanks for sharing that so and why you started multifamily utility solutions kevin Well, you know, like I said, we were um on the one side of of the table and then when we started representing property owners, we were still doing that under our parent company Telecom Marketing Strategies because we also have a consulting arm where we 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 do some other business uh, ventures as well. But as we got more involved, uh, our clients, it, it, you know, our specialty is cable and internet contract. That's really our sweet spot. But our clients started asking us, "Well, what about this utility? What about that utility? What about trash removal? What about electric? What about gas? What about water and so we saw the opportunity and so we formed multifamily utility solutions to reflect that we now had the capability of helping clients across all utilities and not just the telecom business so we felt that name was more appropriate and we've got different colleagues and and partner companies that specialize in those other areas other utilities so when people come to us for utilities i've always told people that if you come to me with something and i don't know it i'll find it for you if we don't do it i'll find somebody who will do it and we've been able to do that so that's why we became multifamily utility solutions okay cool so but you were many years a cable and internet contractor and how exactly you're implementing other services to owners 
Yeah, what what we do a lot of times is is you know we do a lot of education because what a lot of people don't realize is even if you as a, a multifamily property owner don't pay for the service for your residents. So let's say you have a property a uh, hundred units Charlotte and that happens to be Spectrum and let's say the city of Charlotte has granted to to Spectrum a non-exclusive franchise to operate and provide cable services throughout the city of of Charlotte. Well, what they've done by doing that is they've given them the right to the public easements, not exclusive right to the public easements. And in exchange for that, Spectrum pays a franchise fee back to the city. That doesn't, however, give them the right to be on anybody's personal property. So Ram, if you're, you're a homeowner in Charlotte, for example, and you sign up with Spectrum, when you sign on that work order, you're giving them permission to be on your personal property. But it's different in multifamily because if I own a property and you're a resident of mine, you can't give Spectrum the right to be on my property. So Spectrum has to have an additional agreement, not just with the end user or their customer, but with the owner of that personal property, which is the multifamily property owner. And so that's where we step in. We, we educate people that there is value there. There is. And there's an opportunity to improve your NOI on your property by you know leveraging that value. And so we represent the owners to with the cable or the internet companies to negotiate those rights to have them on their property. So that's kind of where we step in and, and that's how we help out. And the next question I usually get is, but if they're on my property already, don't they have that right? And the answer is, is yeah. In most cases, they do have that right because when the property was built, there was probably some paperwork that was you know, done that said we have the right to be there. But because some of these properties are old, those documents didn't used to get filed or recorded. So a lot of these documents have been lost. A lot of them are not exclusive marketing. They just don't outline the current technology. I saw one the other day, it was from 1976 and it didn't say anything about the cable company being able to provide internet service. It was on an auto renew period and things like that. So there's over half the time, there's an opportunity to update the rights and the responsibilities of each party and do a new agreement. So at what stage, like a property owners need to engage your company for these kind of services? Well, I would tell you that it's it's never too early. So I've had people that have been doing due diligence on properties and said, you know, we can't find a cable contract. Is there any, can you find one for us? And, and we've been able to, or we've been able to identify that there isn't. And, or, or if you already have a property and you've owned it for years and there, there may not be a contract. So at any point, and, and here's the advantage to the owner by doing that, they don't pay us unless we help them get money. So we don't charge a retainer. We don't charge an hourly rate. We are commission only. And if we help the owner get an agreement and they get compensation for the agreement that we help them get, then we get paid. Otherwise, we don't get paid. And that's okay because we want win-win situation. We want only to benefit if our services are benefiting them. So that's, again, why there's no downside to, to reaching out to us as early in the process or as late in the process. There's, you know, they, it can still be done. Okay, got it. So let's come into NYI parts. So, so how like, how exactly you're implementing your solutions to increase NY and reduce you know, expenses and how do you calculate return on investment, those stuff? 
Yeah, so like I said, our, our specialty is cable and internet contracts, and, and that's an opportunity to increase revenue because there's two types of agreements typically that are done. One is what's called a right of entry agreement. And that's where, you know, go back to the example we used in Charlotte. Um, if you are the property owner there, you don't want to pay for the cable service for all your residents. You can get an agreement and that allows charter to be on your property and, and serve your residents. In that situation, a lot of times you'll get what's called either a door fee or a signing bonus, which is a one-time payment paid up front at the time that the, well, within 90 days of the time the, the agreement is executed. In addition to that, you can also get what's called revenue share, which is is simply what it sounds like. You're getting a percentage of the revenue that you, your residents are paying to charter. So it's, it's like you're getting a commission and that's typically done on a quarterly basis and it's done on a sliding scale. The more customers you have, the greater percentage of your residents that are taking their service, the greater the percentage of the revenue that you will get. So those are our opportunities when it comes to you just allowing them access and helping them market their service to the individual resident. The other option is what's called a bulk agreement. And basically what that is, is that you are buying from Spectrum services in bulk for all your residents. You are either providing it as an amenity or, you know, something like that. So you're, you're making your property more appealing. And because you're buying in bulk, you're paying less than the market rate. So you're getting a, a bulk discount. And then in turn, what you can do is you can, you know, add a fee to the your rent. So let's say if you're buying something for $25 and you may want to increase your rent by $50 because what you're giving them has a $50 perceived value on the retail rate, then you're making that $25 each month difference. Got you. Okay. So now there, it's not that cut, you know, it's not that simple. It's not that simple of a decision because you are liable for a hundred percent of your units every month. So that is a liability now or an investment, depending on how you want to look at it. But you know, you have to pay to Spectrum every month, that same amount, regardless of whether or not your residents, your units are occupied. I mean, if you've only got 90 out of a hundred units occupied, you're still going to pay for all hundred units. And if you've got some, that don't want it or don't use it, you're still paying for those. So each property is just a little bit different and it really takes, it's a great solution. Don't get me wrong. It is a great solution in some situations. We're working with a owner in Chattanooga, Tennessee that has just bought a, a property downtown kind of for young urban people, you know, that that have, it's really suites and one bedrooms and, and you know, he's going to provide this service because it's, it's a great amenity for those types of people. Whereas others is going to be different. So, you know, it really comes down to the property. And we that's why we don't make any recommendations until we find out more about the property. We're consulting to make sure that you get the best option for your property and not for the cable company. And the best option for us is whatever the best option for you is, because we want to develop a long-term relationship with you as you grow your portfolio. You know, so that's why we, we do what we do and we, we, we do right by our, our clients and, and, you know, help them help them grow. Okay, got it. And thanks for explaining that. And how do you negotiate on like existing contract? If there is an existing contract in place, it depends on how much term is left on it or how old it is. So if it's a, if it's in an auto renew period, we can renegotiate. If there's a limited amount of term left on the initial one, we can renegotiate. If the owner has other properties that um, don't have contracts, we may be able to put it into that portfolio. But in many cases, we do find that there is an agreement already in place. And so what we do in that case is um, we have our own database, any um, property 
properties and all properties that our clients own, we put the contract information on there and we run reports regularly to make sure that we don't miss any notice dates to go ahead and give notice that we don't want the auto renew period to kick in or that we don't intend to renew. And that opens the window for us to renegotiate that agreement. So uh, again, it, it, we develop a, a long-term ongoing relationship with our clients and we look out for them, not with just the initial contract or portfolio that they bring us, but we help them manage that um, you know, on an ongoing basis. Good, good. And how this works for different sizes of uh, properties, like 50 units, 100 units or 200 units? Yeah. So it's just like uh, any other negotiation. The more you have, the better your leverage, right? So when I'm able to negotiate for companies that have several thousand, obviously the cable companies is, is going to be more willing to give them a, a slightly better deal than uh, somebody who only has 50 or 75 units. Um, it's difficult to get anything less than a hundred units if it's in a standalone market. Now, if I have other properties that I'm negotiating for, so, so in December, we, we had just a uh, a great month for our client. And we negotiated contracts that were, was, I want to say it was close to a million dollars in value for our, our clients. What we did is we had multiple clients and they were all in the same areas. So we were able to leverage the fact that we were bringing multiple clients and not just one. So anytime we can help gain leverage, and that's another thing that we do that, that sometimes, you know, individuals can't is that, you know, this is our specialty. We, we have other clients with other properties in, in maybe the same markets. And so we can, we can go to a company and represent multiple owners and that helps us and it helps them. Okay. Got it. And would you like to share any of your best experiences uh, that you have implemented so far on these multifamily utilities solutions? Um, sure. You know, we had a client in a major market reach out to us and, and they only had, uh, it was a 74 unit property. And so we went and we asked for a proposal. There was no contract in place or anything like that. And we got a proposal that quite frankly was, was low because we were negotiating for just 74 units. We talked to the owner and he decided it really wasn't worth the amount of money to, to make that commitment. But he did say that if, you know, to keep his, his property in, in our database and if anything came up that changed it, definitely to, to let him know. We then went out and solicited for some additional business in that market. And we were able to pull together four other owners, all of whom had well over, one had over a thousand units and the other three had over 500. So collectively, we were now negotiating on on behalf of owners with nearly 3,000 units instead of 74. But we put his 74 in with the others and he benefited from that. So we went back to him about 12 months later and, and said to him, hey, you know, we've, we've been able to do this. And, and the offer was much greater. It was more than double what the first offer was um, because again, we we increased the level. So that was a real success story because, you know, by that being the case, we not only helped him, but we also um, gained new clients in this market market and they have since given us other new clients because we really do believe strongly on referrals and, and networking as I'm, I'm sure you're aware in this um, multifamily industry the the power of network you know getting to know other people in the industry is tremendous yes awesome and that is a great solution also and would you like to share any of challenging experience in implementing services 
You know, I think our biggest challenge is um, just staying on top of the whole process because the process can be long, right? So so from the time we start, we are beholden to the cable company to get back to us, right? And it's like any industry. You've got some people that are very responsive and other people that are, are less responsive. So by the time we start the process, we provide a certain amount of information and say, hey, is there a contract? And then, you know, we have to stay on top of them to get an answer back. And then once we do agree to terms, we have to get the contracts in and they have to be precise. And, and so the process is very tedious. Th- thank goodness I have somebody on my staff who is very good at, at detail and will remind me, hey, on a, on a weekly basis, we run reports. I'm like, okay, where is this? Is the, did this contract move from this status to this status? And then there's that whole waiting period where um, the initial payment comes in within 90 days. So you've got this 90 days of limbo and they won't respond and give you any really typically any updates on where the what the status is because they'll be like well we've got 90 days pay it and it's another department so if you don't get it in 90 days then you let us and so you know there's all those things and and obviously our clients as soon as they you know they sign the agreement they're looking for their payment and and likewise we get paid when they get paid we are as well that's one of the biggest challenges we have is just staying on top of it but like I said I, I thank goodness we've got uh, you know a database that helps us do it and I've got uh, our operating and administrative advisor who is is just great at details. But, um, you know, that's the most challenging thing because, you know, when you get a client that calls you and says, hey, I didn't get my payment yet. Um, we had one that we just couldn't get it sorted out last year. And it was so frustrating because he was getting so frustrated. And the um, company we were dealing with was just kept sending us, well, we didn't get this agreement or we didn't get this. And, and we sent kept sending them in. And it was just a, a very frustrating process. And, and, you know, I hate to do that because when we tell a client that, you know, they should get payment within 90 days, we're going off what the, you know, the, the company tells us. And, and when they don't, it, it's, it's very frustrating. So that's the worst part, definitely, about, um, about our business. Okay, I'm right. And how long it will take the process from start to finish? You know, it depends on several things. It depends on the market. It depends on the size of the portfolio. It depends on our account rep in that market. And it also depends on how responsive the owner is in getting things back to us. We turn things around within 24 hours. That's what kind of, we'll, if we get something, we're, we're, we're back on it that quickly. But it can take, honestly, we've had some that have taken, you know, as long as nine months to, to 12 months for them to get paid because there's, you know, different factors. But best case scenario is 90 days. Got it. Thank you. And so what is your current focus and share something you're excited about now, Kevin? I'm just excited about our business. Our business has continued to grow. I mean, we, um, you know, we, we grew 50% last year in, during the COVID period. And, and I think that's, you know, I, I know some businesses struggled, but but we thrived because owners were, were looking for other options, other alternatives, right? Because the owners, you know, when the, when COVID first started, the, the owners were worried, right? Well, am I going to be able to evict people? Am I going to be able to collect rent? Am I going to, you know, be able to, to rent units and, and things like that? So they were looking for other ways to um, other revenue streams and, and we became one. And, you know, it, it's like your stock portfolio, right? The larger it gets, the larger it gets, right? So our client base has kind of been the same. The, the more clients we have, the more clients we get, right? So, you know, one, once we do a good job for one client, they refer us to another. 
and and so it's, it continues to grow and we will be by the end of the by the end of June this year we'll be at the same we will have uh, generated the same amount of value for clients that we did for all of last year so so we continue to grow and that's exciting and you know because it's a win-win because we are helping you know people in the multifamily owners increase the value the NOI of their um of their property so so that's that's exciting for us and you know we we really do three things to try and get new clients we try and make sure we serve the clients that we we've gotten very well so that they give us referrals you know I also network through through LinkedIn a, a fair amount and then I I really really enjoy talking to people like, like yourself and and being on as many podcasts as, as we possibly can and we've been very fortunate that you know that that has grown for us and as people see us on you know on podcasts like yours I mean it really gives us it validates what we're doing and shares the word and people are like oh I hadn't thought about it. let me call these guys so yeah so I don't know it's very satisfying you know our business cool cool and any one advice that impacted you Kevin any advice you know I, when i left corporate america i set kind of a mantra for myself that i wanted to deal with people that i liked trusted and respected and you know we moved away from some clients that we felt didn't meet that goal you know life's a lot less stressful when you're dealing with people that you like trust and respect in return for that we try and make sure that that our clients trust and respect us respect that we're going to get the job done and trust us to be fair with them and their best interests so you know i think if if we're doing business that way and we're doing business with people that are, are doing business that way, only good things will happen. Cool. And any one book that impacted your life and what way? Oh man. So I knew you were going to even ask this, but I read so much anymore. I read, I've, I've always got two books going. One is usually kind of like a self-development book and another one is a business. And I've read so many good books that I'm going to answer that question with by, first of all, by saying anything by Malcolm Gladwell, I love because they're so easy to read. And there's, there's a good lesson to, to most of those that are both personal lessons and business lessons. And then I'll tell you the book I'm reading right now, um, which I'm really enjoying is called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss, who is an ex-FBI uh, negotiator, and it has relevance to to business and to personal interactions. And, and it's, uh, definitely right now, that's my favorite book because that's the one I'm reading. And it, I think anybody that would read it would, would get a lot out of it. Awesome. So how are you giving back to community, Kevin? Yeah, I serve on a um, board of directors for a sober living facility that houses 22 gentlemen in early recovery. And um, it, it's extremely satisfying. They've purchased this, this campus area and they're renovating two additional facilities on site so that there'll be a migration where people can come in in early recovery. And then as they advance and, and get more time under their belt, move to these other locations. And, you know, that's how I'm giving back. It, uh, recovery is near and dear to my heart, personal recovery. Recovery and it's very satisfying and something that I uh, love to give back to, to these people and, and see them grow. Awesome. So, and how can listeners can connect with you? Yeah, well, our uh, our website is multifamilyutilitysolutions.com and my email is simply Kevin at. So we're a big enough company, we're growing, but we're not at the point where we have to add our last names to our emails just yet or anything like that. But uh, so Kevin at multifamilyutilitysolutions.com or they're free to give me a call. My personal cell phone number is area code 248-930-4768. Yeah, and uh, we're on LinkedIn and Facebook. Awesome. And thank you, Kevin. And thanks for sharing your services. Yeah, thank you, Rama. I, I really appreciate it and, and very much enjoyed our, our discussion this morning. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, 
and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.